0: guys, welcome to season two of the All In Due Time podcast. I'm Shay. I'm Atlanta and this season we're going to be focusing heavily on mental health. So this episode we're going to be talking about depression. Yep, we are. Let's just get straight into Ooh, it. We're going to get Straight into it. We've actually got tissue here with us guys, just in case things get a little bit we've got to be prepared. Yeah, you never know, things might get a bit too emotional and we might have a breakdown, but that's fine. That is absolutely if it happens, happens. it happens. Exactly. We're, just gonna, we're just gonna let our emotions flow, yeah. see where they take us. Basically. But Shay, how are you feeling today? We're gonna just do one we're word. We're just gonna do one word. We've <laughs> struggled with yeah, the three, we struggled, haven't we? The three. We re- we really did. <laughs> okay, so I'm feeling quite um I would say I'm actually quite stressed at the moment. I've just started uni. And so it's very difficult to juggle uni, work, seeing my friends, all of that has like just come down on me really hard. And I guess it's kind of like an overload because you've gone from kind of... Chilling. Yeah, chilling. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Especially with the whole pandemic, like staying at home quite a lot. So to go from that to just having like a heap of work, Mm -hmm. like uni work and also working, I can imagine it being quite overwhelming. Yeah. like I literally, all I had before was work. Um, I work part time, like I work... Two full days a week, so I had all the rest of the week free. But now that I've got three days of uni on top of that, it's like, Mm -hmm. oh wow! Like I knew it was gonna sort of feel like a jump, but But it's a bit of like a shock to the system. Yeah, it's quite quite overwhelming. Yeah, I can't prepare for it, but you know, I'm sure I will be fine. Like I just have to get used to this rhythm and then sort of just really structure my week, my time, kind of get back into a routine, kind of thing. Basically, and then I'll be fine after that. Mm. But yeah, how are you, girl? I don't really, I feel like I'm quite low at the moment, I can't lie, Mm -hmm. like I'm just going to be honest and I think I moved out about a month ago and... She did, (laughs) brap (laughs) brap, and I like it, but you know what, I I don't mind my own company, but Mm -hmm. it's lonely, like it's just, you have a lot of time to deep things and overthink and just kind of... Be by yourself. yeah, Yeah, and just evaluate things that you haven't really put much thought into, so... I've just been reflecting quite a lot and mm-hmm. yeah, I would say I'm quite low, but then we're going into winter, well, autumn, winter, yeah. the seasonal depression kicks in. <laughs> oh, I'm dreading it. Yeah, I'm kind of, yeah. It's I just, feel like I get it every single it's year. It's always around this time. It's when the clocks go back and it gets dark really early. So, you know, when you wake up yeah. and it's dark out, I so I hate that. I need sunlight, I, like need I light, actually yeah. need it. So, yeah. I think there's that and then, yeah, it's just... Uh, just like a little cloud it started as a little cloud but the cloud above my head is just getting bigger and bigger (laughs) and it's just kind of like weighing me down a bit but yeah yeah it's all right it. it is what it is we'll be fine we will we will so today we are going in with depression as we said um and I think a good way to start would just be to I guess ask the question of what was it that you noticed when you realised you had depression, or what sort of signs did you see that made you think, hmm, something's not right here? Like, mm-hmm. okay, that's that's a good question because I feel like a lot of the time you don't actually realise, yeah, until it, it takes a while to realise. Yeah, and by that point you're kind of deep, deep, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're deep, and you're kind of like, whoa, like yeah. where where did, this come, where did from? this come from? So I think when I first, so I got diagnosed with depression when I was like. Thirteen, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And when I think back to that period of time, I think it was more, I didn't know how to deal with my emotions because mm-hmm. I was younger and I wasn't sure what was going didn't on. didn't know what was going I on. I didn't know it was depression. Mm-hmm. Um, but referring to now, as in I think there was a couple of years where I wasn't depressed. I was still struggling with anxiety, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say I, I was depressed or maybe I was, but I just could deal with it and yeah. I could cope with it but referring to depression now mm-hmm. I kind of know I'm slipping back into it when yeah. you can recognise yeah now. I can recognise it and things that I recognise would be kind of just becoming more of a recluse not yeah. wanting to surround myself by by anything or anyone just mm-hmm. kind of being alone yeah. um I would say overthinking, but it's overthinking in a sense where it's like you're not looking forward to the future. You can't see. Yeah. Everything just seems dull. Yeah. Like You everything. can't really see the light at the end sort of yeah. thing. It's just dragging. Life is just dragging. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. it seems like pointless and, mm-hmm. you know, just everything's just monotone. That's yeah. that's the best way I can explain it. And then obviously yeah. that's closely linked with suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. and, you know... um. Yeah, it just, it, I think it's just it starts as just a couple of little things that you notice mm-hmm. and then next thing is kind of just travelled into this deep yeah. kind of bubble that you're in and you can't yeah. get out of it. I feel like the journey into depression, if I can say that, it's like, it's quite slow paced. But then once yeah. you hit that rock bottom, all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. like, this has been going on for ages. But you, it sort of hits you all at once and it is really, really intense. Um, what would you say? What, what are the signs that you noticed when, oh, so when you realised? I honestly think oh, I can feel the emotions coming. I can feel them, we girl. We got the tissues. Oh, tissues girl. at the ready. Oh, girl. It's all <laughs> right. We got this. So I would say, honestly, I was depressed for months before I realised I had depression. Because I think you just think, oh, I'm having a bad day. You just think, yeah, you just think, oh, like things have been shit lately. But then it gets to that point where it's been a long time of things being shit. Mm-hmm. And then you start to realise, oh, my God, hold on a minute. I've literally been crying for like a week and a half. Like, I think I noticed it when, oh, I noticed it when I was at uni, the first uni I went to. You know, I'm not gonna drop names and shame unis out here, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I went to university um it, let's just say it was a horrible experience for me um i was very isolated in that uni bedroom like i didn't come out didn't socialize didn't like the people i lived with other than one girl shout out vivian love you babe uh, Sha <laughs> shout out vivian <laughs> shout out vivian she literally saved me oh my god um but yeah so it was just a it wasn't an, an enjoyable experience and i remember it was on about the 10th day of me crying every single day in a row. When I got to day 10, I was like, hold on. Yeah, this isn't normal. This isn't normal. As in, I would come from a lecture, I would open my uh, bedroom door, and the minute the door closed behind me, I'd just literally fall to my knees and cry. And that happened consecutively for about 10 days, and I thought, okay. Yeah. I've had bad days and I've been upset, but I've cried hysterically every single day for the past 10 days in a row. So because of uni, would you say that depression is sort of like a response to environmental changes and internal changes i guess i would say so i would say because for some people uni is absolutely amazing you go and you love it you know i mean you don't even realize that like you've left your family and stuff and for me like the uni i went to wasn't it technically wasn't that far away from people mm-hmm. um, but I guess you hype it up in your head you're probably thinking oh my gosh I'm going yeah. to uni I'm going to be independent yeah. and when something doesn't live up to your expectations yes. it's yeah, like whoa definitely. like I wasn't expecting this and it's very hard to what's the word it's very hard when you're in an environment that you don't enjoy but you're stuck there 24 seven like yeah. of course yeah I can get the train and come home or whatever But But, you you know, know at the back of your mind, you've got to go back. I've got to go back. I've got to go back to uni. I've got to go back to my lectures. I've still got, you know, to pay the rent for this room. So I technically kind of have to be there. Otherwise, I'm paying for nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really hard when you're stuck in an environment that basically literally is making you depressed. But you kind of know you can't leave. So that makes it worse because you feel sort of trapped in the sense of like, I'm trapped here. I can't leave. I'm crying every day because I'm here. But I have to stay here. And it was just like, I did not see any light at the end of that tunnel. I thought, oh my God, like, it's just either going to get worse. Something's got to give. That like, I'm going to have to get out. Um, and I did seek help. Um, I did speak to like, the student services and I had an amazing counsellor there. I only had her for two sessions. Um, but she was, even she'd said to me, like, yeah, you need to get out sort of thing. Like, she literally could see on me, like, how much, like, just how badly I was deteriorating. And she said to me, you need to get out. So shout out to her, because about two weeks after that i got the balls and dropped out but <laughs> yeah it was but that's something that you you had to do i your, had to for your own mental I health i honestly like we will cross um this in a different episode um but if i had stayed in that uni i'm genuinely scared i would have done something you mm-hmm. know genuine like genuinely that's worrying though but that's terrifying also, it shows that if you you're in a situation where you you feel trapped and you mm-hmm. know that like you need to get out. Yeah. You, you just need to do it because yeah. it's, it's better to do it and kind of know that like you'll feel better. I mean, you might still feel depressed afterwards, yeah. but at least you'll feel like a weight's been lifted. A weight's been lifted 100%. Because no, I felt the same and I think if you're in an environment all the time, 24-7 mm-hmm. and that's the the that's main the things, thing that's given you yeah, like depression. you're not going to overcome anything by yeah, staying in that environment. Yeah. And it takes, sometimes it takes years to actually break the cycle and, and, it out but you you've got to do it yeah Um, yeah it's horrible but um yeah to link it to the question i would just say after i'd realized i'd been crying consistently like tears were falling every single day and growing up i wasn't someone who cried that much i could i could i was really good at suppressing my emotions so if Mm. i needed to cry i wouldn't cry in front of anyone or i would actually wait until i'm completely by myself to cry and stuff and it got to the point where i remember i'd had to like I would have to run to the bathroom um, during like, the break in the lecture to quickly have a cry and then come back. And I was like, the fact I can't control these tears coming out, something's not right. Because I usually am really good at holding on to it until I get home, until I do this. Um, and so, yeah, it became really hard for me to not cry, basically because that like, that's how upset I was I just wanted to cry all the time even if I was out with friends I would literally have to like you know when you're you know when you feel tears coming and you're like look up or you, st- yeah, you try to, to a- like yeah do stuff to stop the tears yeah um yeah it was just a horrible time of my ugh, mate uni was a horrible time after uni the past what six months have been awful for me as well so it's just i don't know i I don't even know i think the main sign for me was the crying but there were a lot of other things fatigue i was Sleeping, I don't even know how long. I'd sleep like definitely over 12 hours and then still feel like a zombie, no matter how and much. And you know that you're not tired because you've, mm-hmm. you've had enough sleep. You've had enough sleep. Um, what else was I doing? I would really struggle to get into the shower, I'd really struggle to shower. General hygiene just went out the window, literally, couldn't shower. I couldn't bring myself to brush my teeth, and you think you know brushing your teeth is that's not it doesn't take strength to brush your teeth mm. but it's one of them things where um oh god I can it's like I can feel waves of emotion Oh, yeah but that's that's a good thing because <laughs> I, I feel like emotions they they flow through they you flow and through, yeah I want to get it out if I'm gonna cry I'm gonna cry it'll come out you'll hear a mm-hmm. sniffle here and there um but the thing about things like brushing your teeth or getting in the shower you know they're not hard tasks to do they're just things you do every day but when you're depressed it's but it's everything's a different thing everything's an effort and i honestly think i was speaking to one of my friend's mum about this and we basically said you know the reason you don't get in the shower the reason you don't brush your teeth is because those are things that healthy functioning people do and so by you having a shower or by you brushing your teeth it's you saying oh yeah i'm fine i'm functioning fine because i'm just doing what i can normally do but because you've you don't feel like you're functioning fine. It takes everything out of you to brush mm-hmm. your teeth, you know. Yeah. No, I because like by you doing that, it's saying, okay, I can deal with this. I'm fine. I can function normally on a day to day. But I can't, so I'm not going to shower. I'm not going to brush my teeth because I'm not. I can't function, and so I'll just stay in bed all day. But then I feel like by doing that you're not helping yourself in the sense that it keeps you you, down yeah you're just getting in a rut doing the same Mm -hmm. things over and over again and not kind of like breaking the cycle of of the depression i guess yeah you know you have to i think the way that i kind of dealt with it is i just had to force myself yeah to get on otherwise i would i would just stay in bed yeah literally oh i remember i stayed in bed for a solid like oh when was this this was like after my breakup i remember i was about sound like a tramp sorry guys but i was about four days i did not get out of my bed I, as in i didn't get up to brush my teeth to shower to eat i literally did not leave my bedroom i was in my bed crying for about four whole days and it was just like i, I felt it was like i i felt awful you know but being in bed for four days literally not doing anything healthy for myself mm-hmm. it just made me 10 times worse But looking back at that, does it give you strength to kind of think to yourself, okay, well, if I got through that period of time, Mm -hmm. I can get through different things. Yeah, It does make me see, like, you know, things do get better. But it's also heartbreaking to think back and, like, look at myself. I know. (sighs) Literally, I feel the same. Like, when I think back to... Oh god! Here come the fucking waterworks, Shay. <laughs> Shay. It's, it's all good. I've right. got my tissue, babe. You got your tissue. Um, when I think back to when I was younger, especially when I was fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, and I was really dealing with depression. Mm-hmm. Like, I think for a couple of years I've been all right mm-hmm. and uh, it will mainly be kind of like waves of depression for a couple yeah. of days or you know a few weeks but this yeah. was like a constant for for three years that I was kind of time, babe. yeah I was kind of battling oh. with it myself and and kind of no one really understood because I didn't mm-hmm. I kind of close I close my emotions off yeah so people yeah just shut them out and I remember like firstly a lot of memories from that period of time is kind of I can't remember like it's mm. literally just like your brain just yeah. completely knocked that out yeah. yeah but the things I do remember and the way I felt and mm. it just it upsets me like I yeah. don't like thinking back because yeah. I'm it just makes me want to hug that person same I literally wish I feel sorry for that I person. could hug myself when I was at uni now like looking back I wish I could just step in there step mm-hmm. into the past give myself a big cuddle like you're fine Shay. you've got this yeah um but it's horrible like it's one of them things no no one should you know have to suffer with depression or anything like that or hit such a rock bottom um like it's a horrible thing for anyone to go through and i feel like so many people go through it and you go through it alone and it's it's not a case of you don't have people you could go to that's i have a thousand friends i have amazing family members but i couldn't bring myself to call them and be like hi guys i'm depressed i'm suicidal and i I feel like i was just by myself hysterically crying to myself yeah, no, I, I can relate. And I think that when you, even when you do tell people, like, oh, I'm depressed, I think automatically it kind of drives people away a little bit. I'm not talking about friends yeah. and family, but I'm, you know, people don't know what to they say. They don't know what to say. They're it's just hard. You yeah. know, there's a couple of things they say, like, oh, don't be sad. Yeah. Oh, like, you know, people have it worse than you. And yeah. it's just, that doesn't help. That one, it just installs guilt. Like, yeah. why do I feel like this? I shouldn't be feeling like mm-hmm. this. So sometimes it's like you just feel like you can't speak to anyone and you don't want to be a burden. That's another that, thing. Oh my gosh. There were so many nights when I was at my lowest and I remember thinking, right, I actually can't cope. I'm going to reach out to someone. And there were times that I did and my friends are Angels, for you, you guys know who you are when I was calling you lot crying, but there were so many times where it was like, I'm like hysterical. I don't think I can cope, but I still couldn't bring myself to pick up the phone and ask for help. Mm -hmm. because i was like oh it's late oh my god i can't what if she's sleeping oh my gosh what if she's busy i can't call her i can't you know i don't want to burden her with this she's probably got her own shit going on and so it's like i know i have people there for me but i also want to respect them in the sense of like they also have their own shit to deal with we're all going through it you know so it's really hard um it is conflicting i think especially with reaching out yeah because more time your friends will be like, oh my God, why do not you so call me? You like, say, I'm always yeah. here. But yeah. then you just know that they've got their own lives. So it's exactly. kind of like you don't want to intrude all the time. So you don't want time. to, yeah. You know, it will get to a point where, because I think even when, you know, your friends are there for you, they kind of, or even family, mm. they take in your, your energy. So if yeah. you're depressed mm-hmm. and constantly calling them, they're going to eventually feel yeah. quite drained and you don't want to, put that on someone else put that on them which oh, i guess that's why mate. therapy's around so you can so you can you release can, to someone who isn't yeah like, close an, external, to you, I guess. an yeah. external person oh it's awful man like, i'm literally like right now on my mind i'm just back to like i don't know i feel like i've been realistically i've probably been suffering for depression suffering with depression sorry for like the last 12 months or more mm-hmm. i would say I noticed it like around last year when I'd gone to uni so around basically around this time last year um up into the new year up until January time then things with my relationship at this point my relationship I was still in it but emotionally like I remember just being so depressed I was just sort of I was just gone I was literally gone Mm. um and I think I was depressed for a long time in that relationship definitely actually but it's when we broke up I honestly think that's when i hit my absolute lowest like i thought i'd hit my lowest in uni and then it was like with this breakup that was a new level of lowness you just, like you've just outdone yourself i was like well i've fucking outdone myself haven't i <laughs> because this is what i call rock bottom so oh yeah it's hot. it's just i don't know like I, depression is honestly like the worst and you can't even explain it. Yeah, like I'm honestly trying to explain things here and there. But as you can hear, like, I don't even know what to say sort of thing. Like my is... brain is just all over the gaff right now. Yeah, no, I, I'm i the same. Like, especially recently, I obviously mentioned in our... Um, how are we feeling today? Like, mm-hmm. I feel low. And yeah. I think especially at the moment, I can. the thing is I can recognise straight away when mm-hmm. I'm feeling depressed mm-hmm. that I'm slipping back to the way I was and that's what upsets me the most. Yeah. When I'm feeling depressed now, at mm-hmm. this age, I feel more like, oh, I don't want to feel the way I felt back when I was 13, 14, 15. Yeah. And when I am feeling like that, it's like, okay, I compare it to that. Yeah. So if I'm having a shit day, I'm like, okay. It's a shit day, but mm. I'm not feeling depressed. But you're not depressed, yeah. I'm not feeling yeah. like how I was then. Yeah. When I am slowly slipping back into mm-hmm. that, I'm like, no, like, I don't want to go there. Yeah. But I can't control this. Yeah. So just feel it out. Yeah. And let it flow through you sort of You thing. know, I think you, you can feel emotions, but don't stay there. And it's so yes. easy to say that. But technically... Mm. Okay, question. Mm. Do you think depression is a constant? Like, when you're depressed, are you, are you depressed the whole day Every, like 24-7 or would you say that there are times where it disappears and then it comes back maybe yeah. late at night or you know I think there are pockets so you'll be depressed fair enough you'll be depressed but there's always well, maybe not always because again I've had days where it was constant like over 24 hours in 48 hours you know but there were also times where as depressed as I was I'd maybe be on Instagram and see something funny and that's 10 seconds where I'm laughing so in that 10 seconds i was happy so that right? kind of shows that you can you can kind of not beat depression but like those 10 seconds were kind of a, a, an escape an escape so you just need to do more of those 10 seconds sort yeah. of thing like um you definitely get pockets of it of other emotions definitely because as depressed as i was You know, whenever I did speak to friends or I don't know, a friend would say something funny and I'd laugh. And I was so grateful for that laughter because I was like, oh, my gosh, Mm -hmm. like I'm smiling. I haven't smiled in about three days, you know? Yeah. So it did feel I mean, it makes you appreciate when you are feeling good. It does. Like even when I'm not necessarily feeling good, but just feeling all right. I'm so thankful because of the amount of days I've spent in the past year and a bit of not feeling all right you know mm-hmm. so I you mean, how many times have f- we we've called each other like oh it's a good day today yeah i'm feeling yeah, good literally that like, like, we're nearly having a celebration on the phone because <laughs> we have a good day even though nothing amazing is happening we're just we're okay just like we're just having okay. a good yeah we're just having a good day and that is such an amazing thing and i think when you've had so many not good days mm-hmm. you appreciate the good ones so much like oh i don't know you do, you definitely do get pockets of other emotions, even when you are depressed. But I think it's sort of like, I think depression is a constant in the sense that even if you have those pockets, so like after those 10 seconds, it's like you go back to depression. I think once depression has become your default, that's when it's a constant, you mm-hmm. know? So yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I feel the same. I think you can be depressed and you can still be fully functioning mm-hmm. in a sense that you can you know you could be going not always mm-hmm. obviously sometimes it's, it's debilitating but yeah if you are functioning in, in a sense that you're going to work and you're meeting up with people you can still feel depressed but you can have times where it's kind of muted a little bit or yeah. it's not as strong but I, I wouldn't say, no, I wouldn't say it's a constant mm-hmm. because there are periods of time where it, it disappears. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it is the default. So as soon yeah. as those few seconds or an hour of seeing your friends or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. as soon as that's over, you slip back to that, yeah. to that mindset. Yeah. And I feel like it's always, I'd personally say for me, it's always stronger at night when I'm on my own. Yes, and yeah i'm definitely. just deep in everything about myself at nighttime because that's yeah. when it's like i feel like that's when it's real that's when yeah. you can't do anything yeah because it's like you're in bed yeah in the dark but you're not sleeping your mind is just either really sad really anxious whatever it may be but that is i think you're at your loneliest when you're alone at night that feels like being alone in the day, you know, you can sort of occupy yourself, do this and that. But when it's like late at night, it's sort of just like there's nothing. There's to, nothing else to do but no for you to be alone with your thoughts, whether they're depressed thoughts or whatever. And when I was younger, I remember like even if my mum confiscated my phone, because mm-hmm. it used to get taken quite a lot. I wasn't <laughs> even badly behaved. But anyways, <laughs> um, so my phone used to get confiscated and I literally used to beg my mum to give it back to me at yeah, night yeah. so I can listen to so music. So at least you could have... I literally something. needed to listen to music, or if I didn't have my phone, if she didn't yeah. give it back, I'd have to have listen something. to my iPod. Yeah. A you know, little iPod touch. Yeah. Like, I, I could not couldn't go have to silence. sleep. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Like, wow. I could not physically. And my mum had to give me my phone back or the iPod touch or, yeah, whatever it or wherever it may be so I could listen to music just as so a distraction to fall asleep because I couldn't face Your being own. alone. Yeah. I, it, it would just take me to places that I didn't want to go. Oh, God. And yeah. because I wasn't, I think also at that age you can't control your emotions i think a yeah. lot of a lot of dealing with mental illnesses is just you can't control it and that's why mm-hmm. it drives out of control because mm-hmm. you can't and it's not even a thing where you can learn how to control it really because i feel like you you just ha- it's everything is to do like you have to just do it all on your own mm-hmm. which i feel like is so isolating but mm-hmm. i think as i've got older yeah i've been able to control my depression and my anxiety as well yeah so back then I wasn't able to do that and that's why I couldn't face being alone kind of thing Mm -hmm. but yeah it does get lonely night times are the worst for me I hate I literally hate night time like I don't hate it but okay if I'm like actually really tired and about to go to sleep it's fine but usually I get into bed Lights are off, it's silent. I go to sleep and that is when my brain decides to basically run. Go on an o- overdrive. Go on overdrive. Um, give me sad thoughts, give me angry thoughts, give me guilt, give me shame. Like every negative emotion basically happens at night time. Throughout mm-hmm. the day, I'm fine. It's the minute I decide, right, let me lay down and go to bed. Even though I know like, I've got to be up early in the morning, it could still be all 3, 4am, I'm up you know yeah sad about something so do you feel like when you wake up in the morning how you were feeling that night isn't as like it's not as bad yeah once i've actually fallen asleep and woken up it's it's great i'm fine it's just the initial it's the moment between laying my head down and sleeping yeah it's that gap in between and that's what i mean about control it's kind of like Mm -hmm. if you're feeling like that late at night Mm -hmm. you've trained yourself to know okay i'm feeling like this but like 99% there's a 99% chance when I wake up I will not feel this bad yeah might still be feeling bad but I won't feel this bad we won't feel this bad yeah yeah and and it's kind of knowing that you'll be okay mm-hmm. in a way yeah um but I also think that we see happiness in the wrong way so I think mm-hmm. if you're depressed you often say like I just want to be happy or mm-hmm. oh, that's me or <laughs> I, if I could do, if I did this, or if I could do mm-hmm. this, or if I could have this, I would, I would be happy. And I feel like happiness is not something a concrete. It's it's not yeah. concrete. It's an emotion, just yeah. like excitement's an yeah. emotion, jealousy, guilt. Yeah, they're not constant. So yeah. when people say like, "I want to just be happy," mm-hmm. you could be happy you're, you're right fooling yourself because it's not it's not it's not going to be there the whole time. It's yeah. just a period. It's just of time. A, literally it's an emotion that you'll experience for however long. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's also I think happiness is an addiction. So mm-hmm. we don't know how to be okay or to be present mm-hmm. without happiness. Realistically. Yes. If happiness isn't there, you're not enjoying yourself. Basically. And and you have to actually realise you don't have to be happy. You don't actually have yeah. to you don't need to to be happy to enjoy things. Yeah. Realistically. And happiness is if you think about it, happiness is already there for us. <laughs> <laughs> happiness <laughs> is already Like I used to I mean I used to say the same like oh I just want to be happy in my like I just want my life to be better. I just want to be happy. I just want to experience happiness. Oh when I'm older, all I care about is being happy. But I want to be content. Yeah. Not happy. Yeah. Like happy is just I could be happy now, sort of thing, you know? Like I could be happy right now if I want to. (laughs) You know, it's an emotion. And I have been happy and I am happy at times, just like I'm sad at times, just like I'm angry at times, just like I'm frustrated. Like happy is not like you said, it's not concrete, it's not something we get you know exactly it's just an emotion it's like saying you know if you were to say like oh i want to be uh angry you don't go and get the angry you know you'll just experience it just like you'll just experience happiness this is the thing and and so many people say i just want to be happy Mm -hmm. and it's basically like saying i just want to be jealous yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Like That's why I've changed. And I used to say it. Oh, but I deeped it, it. And I, I was like, no, I want to be content mm-hmm. in a yeah. sense that no matter what happens in my life, I'm okay I'm with. I'm okay. Yes. Amen. Yes. Definitely. So I don't need... To, I've, I've realised I don't need to be happy all the time. Because mm-hmm. I won't. That's the reality. I will not be you happy no, all the time. Nobody, even the happiest looking people, nobody is happy all the time. You and those know? those those short times, or like it could be a long time, where you're happy... Mm. You appreciate it. If you were happy all the time, you wouldn't yes, know what true. happiness you was. Know, yeah, exactly. You wouldn't know because you don't know anything else, so no. you can't really be grateful for it if you've only if that's all you know. You know, and even when someone asks you how you're feeling, oh, I'm feeling fine. If you're feeling okay, you don't feel happy. You just mm. feel neutral. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and that's also that's also that's happiness also, in a sense. I am so happy to be neutral. Yeah, <laughs> I'm more than happy. But I just feel like we we don't actually break down happiness, and we don't nah. break down like what it actually means. Mm-hmm. And then the moment you actually think to yourself, hang on, like, it's just an emotion. I can't be happy all the time. Exactly. As soon as you accept that, you're not chasing happiness anymore. You're not chasing happiness. And then when it comes, it will just come to you. Yeah. And you'll experience happiness for however long and then you go about your business. Exactly. Be present with our happiness. You You don't need it exactly because there's loads of other emotions there I are plenty I love feeling excited I love yep. that you know when you've booked a holiday and you're gas <laughs> and you're <laughs> yeah you I know, know you that's mean. that's an emotion it doesn't last the whole time you it, go on the holiday yeah. you come home you don't feel excited anymore yeah exactly but you know you don't you don't need to chase that it's yeah, just it's enjoyable to... and you you take it in when it's happening yeah you don't need to be an emotion all the time that's basically impossible <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is li- quite literally impossible Um, but yeah I don't know Oh, emotions are a weird one depression is a bitch um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and happiness just doesn't exist no I'm joking it, d- it, <laughs> it, does exist. it does exist it definitely does like even now in the what 30 minutes that we've been recording like we've laughed a few times those are pockets of happiness right there exactly and now we're back to neutral <laughs> we're just back to <laughs> it's it's back to default mode I know it's fine but um oh back to like the back bitch that is depression um I want to know if you ever felt like, you know how we were talking about feeling like a burden and stuff? Mm -hmm. When I was at my lowest points over like the past years or however long, I used to, so there was a period of time where certain friends will know this and you would have seen Atlanta is like, I was always really outgoing, really bubbly. I was very like, I don't know how I would describe my old self. You were just vibrant. Yeah, thanks. I was very (laughs) vibrant and you just again. radiated like positive oh light. thanks girl i'm gonna come back with another one as soon as you start speaking <laughs> again um and so yeah i had this you're just guess, amazing <laughs> <Sorry. Stop laughs> it, babe. I'm, joking. I'm joking i'll let you i'll let you carry on <laughs> so i had this yeah i would say i had like a really positive energy about me and then obviously in getting depression over time it's like let's say i had this light around me think of it like over time this light just literally dimmed and dimmed and then went out mm-hmm oh I feel like the waterworks are gonna come back but I could see it and that's why it was so upsetting yeah. to see you deteriorate in a, in literally, a way literally and this is the scary thing it's like I felt myself deteriorating I remember I would look in the mirror and be crying because I'm like oh, don't cry now bloody I'll show you, come on I would look in the mirror and I would be like you're not you're not me anymore like I'd look in the mirror and be like mm, I don't you see yourself yeah I could not see myself whatsoever and I was thinking something's not right like I don't feel like myself like because I know the energy that I had I know the type of person I was and I wasn't her anymore and I just remember being devastated thinking I'm not I'm not I don't know who I am and it was almost like the depression had captured me in the sense of like I basically felt completely empty inside like I literally felt like my body is just carrying kind of lifeless yeah I literally like in I literally felt like empty inside like I was just walking around doing whatever but inside it was like my soul's gone my spirit's dead like I literally did not know who was inside this body like I literally didn't recognize myself and um it was hard enough for me to see the change in myself and I thought okay if I'm seeing this change in myself surely my friends have noticed it right but naturally as friends and whatever if you see your friends sort of deteriorating you know that's a sensitive issue so your friends aren't going to come up to you and be like oh shay you're deteriorating a bit you know no one's going to come up to me and say that right and it was like i remember i'd noticed it in myself but i never was vocal about it. i didn't say it i yeah. said I'd, I'd journal it i'd write it down but i never went to anyone and said guys i feel like i'm losing myself completely at the time it was happening But in my head, I thought, okay, surely my friends have noticed. And there was like this weird, I don't even know, I can't call it a conflict. I don't know what to call it. But it was like, it was one of them things where I felt myself literally going downhill rapidly, right? Mm -hmm. And I felt like I've lost myself, like I don't recognise myself. And I thought, surely my friends, maybe my friends have noticed this as well. But I was too scared to say it to my friends because they would have given me the confirmation and been like, yeah, Shay, I have seen that. But then I was also like wanting a friend to say it to me at the same time. So it was like, OK, I'm not kind going of crazy. Yeah, it was yeah. almost like I didn't want the confirmation. Cause Probably because you didn't want to accept. Because I didn't want to accept it. Yeah. But at the same time, I did want the confirmation to be like, am I going crazy or am I actually not Shay anymore? Yeah. And um, the other day I was with one of my friends. Shout out Illy. Love you, babe. And we were having this long discussion and she said, like, you know, just during that relationship and stuff, like towards the end of that relationship when things were going bad, she was like, I didn't recognise you anymore. And oh, don't cry. Don't cry, you got this. <sighs> um, and it was just a moment of like, it was almost like, it was heartbreaking, but it was such a relief because I was like, oh my God, you noticed? And we never said it to each other, but she noticed. And I was just like, oh my God, I wasn't the only one you know like yeah. i was actually right in me thinking something's wrong with shay yeah um and i think from a friend's perspective mm-hmm. it's almost like you're there for your friends mm-hmm. when they need you and if yeah. they you know if they want to come to you for anything yeah but also you have to let your friends deal with you do. things yeah you can't always be there to mm-hmm. wrap them in what's that quote wrap them in wool is that it I don't know whatever the quote is (laughs) that's what I was trying to use Mm -hmm. but like you know for example Mm -hmm. I couldn't let's take your relationship for example Mm -hmm. I can't be like right you need to walk away from the relationship I can see you deteriorating like you know you're not the same it's something that you have to experience on your Mm -hmm. own literally and if things do fall down I'll be there to comfort you which she was (laughs) shout out to me (laughs) I'm joking but um, it's just you can't you, there's certain things that you can say to yeah. to help but ultimately it's your life and it's your decisions and it's things that you have to go through so yeah basically yeah I just feel like I, I've had friends I've made decisions and friends have, have turned around and said to me look like I knew that this was going to end or yeah. I knew it was going to this was going to be the outcome but yeah. I had to let you do but it, you have it to, because yeah, you have to you grow from these things exactly and it was just it was a real yeah it was a real sigh of relief to like sort of Get that from friends like after the relationship it ended and obviously I went through like a deep 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 depression after the breakup um but since I've I guess gotten better and gotten stronger and stuff I've had more conversations with people and they have said yeah you know what Shay like I did see it I was worried about you loads of loads of people were worried about me like loads of people um that were close to me had said like yeah we did notice you know you just weren't the same and so it's as heartbreaking as it is it was like thank god do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because i used to feel like am i being ridiculous i remember i used to say to my ex at the time i would be like i don't feel like myself like i feel like i'm just this you know horrible depressed person like i don't know what's going on i used to be so bubbly and lovely and blah 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 blah." and he was like well you know you still are that girl blah 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 but in my head i was like no but i'm not because i know who i was yeah like it was like even if i'm you know, putting on this front and I'm being happy and bubbly and whatever in front of you. At that time, it was like, I know this isn't truly how I feel. Like, I know I'm putting Mm -hmm. this on. So I was like, so this isn't who I am. Because the fact I'm putting it on, you know what I mean? This isn't who I am anymore. Like, why am I, it's almost like, why am I having to act as Shay? Or as old Shay, you know? And it just, it's just heartbreaking because I honestly felt like a part of me had died In the sense of like when I got depressed and stuff, I just felt I literally didn't know who I was. I was so lost. Like I was just empty. I was an empty vessel. And I just used to cry because I was like, literally, I feel like Shay's died. Like that's the only way I can describe Mm -hmm. it. I literally felt like Shay has died. And it's the most heartbreaking thing because I look back, don't cry. I look back and it's just like, it's just like, I don't know. I love the energy that I used to have. And I'm trying to get back to that. Um, and you will. I will, amen. Um, but yeah, I just look back at old me, like even, not even that, that long ago, like two years ago, you know, you met me 2018-ish. Mm-hmm. And the energy I had back then in 2018 compared to now, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, no. I and know. so I look back on myself and it's just heartbreaking. I'm like, oh my God, where's that Shay gone? Like, but you're still, that Shay is still in there. Yeah and she's not gone forever yeah she's and you not know completely that completely gone but it's just it's just sad that she died a little bit you know mm-hmm. i've got to like revive oh. her oh sorry guys what works I'm giving <laughs> you a virtual hug even though Thanks, i'm sat next babe, to you i'll give you a hug after we get out <laughs> but um oh it's just devastating like it's almost like i look back on myself and it's just like you were so happy shay i know obviously happiness is not something you get but you know in general i was just so positive and i was i was content you know, yeah. things would happen to me, but I was fine. Still go out, have a laugh. You know, I felt like I was like the a little ray of sunshine for a lot of people. Not in a vain way, but I was because I was so positive generally. So I feel like, and people used to say, you know, when they were around me, like they were, they felt good. You know, yeah. I felt that's just the energy I gave off. And so the fact that, you know, in the two years since then, like the fact that that version of me almost like because of depression died, It's just so heartbreaking because I'm looking back at that old Shay like, oh, my God, you didn't know what was going to hit you, babe. You know, (laughs) you didn't know what was coming. And I'm quite grateful that, um, you know, I went through it. Do you feel like but but maybe, for example, the breakup, do you think that was just a trigger and then you had a lot of suppressed emotions oh, that have 100%. kind of all resurfaced in one go? Because obviously you mentioned like crying a lot. Yeah. And that to me kind of like, also I don't really know what I'm talking mm. about, but from like my perspective, it's kind of like you've had a lot of deep rooted emotions kind of bottled up and oh, it's wow. all come out at once. Yeah, there was a lot of shit I went through as a um, child. I, I, I would argue that, in my adolescence when I went through like I guess my main childhood trauma I went through a really really traumatic thing when I was about 14 between the age of like 14 and basically 18 to be fair um, and because it was prolonged for so many years it was like I, I probably would have I would say I was depressed but I didn't know how to communicate that I didn't really mm-hmm. understand what depression would have been as far as I was concerned I was it was just I was just quite sad a lot um but I think since the breakup and everything and doing all this inner work and just really looking at myself I think it the breakup definitely I mean a breakup is a bitch in itself like you know a lot of people get depressed from heartbreak and stuff like that but when you've got that initial depression and then there's all these it's almost like all the old depression is coming in as well it's really really heavy and it's a lot to unpack and so yeah I definitely think the breakup in itself was horrible but yeah old emotions definitely came up and fucked me up even more I think so yeah it's I don't know it's just been a whirlwind really it's just been awful um but again like I have to be grateful for it because I can sort of I guess prepare myself for future things that may attack (laughs) you know yeah oh yeah it's hard it's I think it's definitely hard to sit here and and agree with you because i saw it as well like i yeah. saw i would like to say it was kind of like a shine that mm-hmm. you had and and it's just yeah. it's not that it's not there because i see it as it's still there yeah but it's just it's just covered right now yes and it's not completely disappeared yeah but i also see it as i don't wish depression and, and mm. you know i don't wish it on anyone of but of course it it does make you grow into a a stronger person you know what I mean like it it does make you just develop and and think things that you haven't thought of before and Mm -hmm. kind of just really be in touch with yourself yeah and not avoid these problems because you know we touched on like things being suppressed yes because I think a lot of the time we don't want to Go back to our childhood. You don't want to think about things. You don't want to bring yourself back. Like, look at me now. I'm crying because I'm bringing myself back to that place. so Because it's 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 traumatic and it's emotional and and we can't deal with these things. That's why we just would rather hide it away. Yeah. Um. But having it all resurface and having to break it down means that in the future you can you can let go. Yeah. And and kind of build yourself back up. And that's how I see it with with myself as well. Because Yeah. yeah. i've lost myself a couple Mm. of times and looking back is like you said it's it's devastating and it's it's heartbreaking because it's like you're the way you perceive yourself isn't there anymore yes it's not it's not there yeah it's a hard thing to sort of realize and accept because you can't force you can't force yourself to bring it back yeah it's just it's just not there there anymore yeah um and and you can (sighs) you can see it i think you're not the only person that i i saw it with um because i saw it with my godmother as well like yeah. when i when you look into someone's eyes mm-hmm. you can just see you see a difference oh you can just see yeah um, you can literally see it on someone when they are going through something or when they are super depressed or when they've lost themselves because it's like you look different mm-hmm. there is literally something different about you oh, i don't know i used to hate as well um when i was going through all of this i was I don't know if it was consciously avoiding, but I avoided a lot of social interaction with my friends because I knew how I was. And it was like, I don't want to go to the people I love depressed like this. I don't want to bring this horrible, ugly, depressed monster that I am to my friends. And so I really didn't go out at all. I didn't see a lot of my friends at the time. Like I was avoiding... I just yeah I just avoided any little oh shade do you want to link up um yeah cool maybe one day but it never got around to it mm-hmm. because I was like I don't I can't let you see me because I don't even know if when I see you I could break down and cry I don't want you to see that so let me yeah. just not risk it and make up a quick thing last minute excuse like oh yeah sorry I've, I've got to go here oh sorry my mum needs me oh sorry you know because it was just like I don't want to risk it even though it could be an amazing night and I could be so grateful in the end that I went I don't want to risk it just in case it's not that outcome Mm -hmm. and I think it's horrible going into a social setting and and feeling so alone when you're surrounded by people and just thinking like I actually can't think of anything worse than being here right now and people don't even understand that I'm feeling this way and they think I'm fine which is making me feel even worse because how can you not see I'm depressed you know it's it's hard it's like an inner suppression as well because it's like you it's almost like you want to scream for help sort of thing like when you're out with friends or whatever and you're acting fine and you've got this front on it's almost like like for me anyway I was desperate for someone to be like Shay you're not okay what's wrong talk to me like you just want someone to notice and like pull you to the side and be like no come on talk but at the same time you don't want to open up yeah. and you don't want people to see you like that so it's this it's real, really isolating oh it's hot guys it's the <laughs> worst like Oh, I don't even have words for it. It's horrid. It's absolutely awful. Absolute bitch. <laughs> I'm just yeah, I'm just deep in like <sighs> I'm deep in the way I I've I've felt over the years mm. and it's it's hard for me to kind of bring things up because like I said there's actually a lot of things yeah. I can't remember. Yes. Because I, it's not that like i literally cannot yeah you haven't chosen back. to forget them it's just your brain is probably, yeah it was probably like, so bad your brain has purposefully like made you forget it sort of thing but to protect you yeah I, I cannot physically remember but i would definitely say recently i've just i felt like i've deteriorated as well mm-hmm. in a sense that like i'm slipping back to the way yeah. i was back like five six years ago which is just it's just upsetting cuz it's yeah, like I don't wanna go back there but like how do you stop it you mm-hmm. know yeah and it's just kind of like when you research these things it's always like go for a walk listen to music go for a walk go for a walk in the park if i go for a walk in the park and break down on the <laughs> flipping grass <laughs> it's not going to be very pretty <laughs> is it have an apple <laughs> eat some fruit. an apple <laughs> you know and and of course like just talking about like healthy eating like obviously you, yeah there are things that yeah, there's truth in some of these things help. And yeah. I don't do that, which is like, the thing is, I think it's so hard to take advice when you're just, you're not feeling good. Yeah. Yeah, of course it is. It's so hard. Like, when I'm on the phone to my dad and he's like, you just need to get into the gym. Yeah. And you need to Ugh. eat well. Yeah. You know, not that I eat shit all the time. Yeah. But, I mean, if I'm feeling rubbish... You're not going to go I on a pop salad, are you? Pizza, do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's it's hard because I, the last thing I want to do is get on a treadmill in the gym. Just
1: you know the last thing I mean? Yeah, that's the last thing want to
0: on do your that. mind. All you want to do is curl up in a ball and cry. And that's real. That's real. That's all it is. You're depressed. You, you literally just want to, you know, sort of soak in that depression and cry and break down and whatever. And for me, like... I don't even know what I could say would helped. I think, I'll be honest, like I did not do all the healthy stuff. I wasn't eating right at all. I wasn't eating period point blank, (laughs) let alone eating right. I wasn't eating. Um, But I think I just wallowed in the depression, which you shouldn't do. But at the same time, I think in me wallowing in the depression, like I said, when I was like in my bed, didn't move for like four days, as bad as it was and as bad as it made me feel, Because it made me so bad, I hit that point where I was like, yeah, Shay, enough. Get up. Like, Like, you you need to now. Yeah. Like, Like, I've had my crying time. Enough is enough. Get up. Get in the shower. Brush your teeth. Do your hair. Do your makeup. Go out for a drive with your dad. So, it's like, I I don't want to say to anyone, like, yeah, wallow in it and, like, really, you know, stay in that feeling. But for me, it did help because I'm someone where whatever emotion I'm feeling, I need to go through it. And if that meant going through it for a good few days, fine. And what I say is I gave myself, like, time limits. So I'd be like, right, you're going to be upset about this for a week. A week at max. And then, you know, get on with your yeah, life. Yeah, time limits help. Yeah. And even if, you know, I've had that week and then I go about my business and, you know, within two days I'm back crying again. Okay, cool. You've got a week. Set yourself another deadline. Set another deadline, you know. And gradually it got better. And I think as well, um, for me and for a lot of people because of the fact that my depression hit me at my lowest point whilst in a lockdown whilst we couldn't go out that really 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 made it hard because I think you know naturally when you're depressed and stuff as hard as it is anyway you know if you do try to get out a bit get to see your loved ones get to spend time with your family and your friends you do tend to feel a bit better but because we were literally on a city lockdown and could not leave (laughs) it was like oh alright then <laughs> Face time it <is>. time it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah oh, I don't know I it's like I don't want to say wallow in it but at the same time I want to say feel through depression yeah and don't don't suppress it don't try to much. distract yourself too much yeah make some distractions but also if you are super depressed and all you feel like doing is crying cry it out babe cry it out until you cannot cry anymore until your pillow is damp from the tears <laughs> Because you do hit a point where it's like, yeah, enough is enough. I've got a headache. I've got a migraine from crying. I'm Mm. hungry. You know, I smell. Like, literally, this is real. Like, you get to a point and it's like, I can't keep doing this. Stop it, Shay. Get up. And then you do. So, yeah. For me, I feel like I still suppress quite a lot. Mm. So I find it hard to cry. So I can talk about deep things. And it seems like I'm fine Mm -hmm. because a lot of the time I'm numb but then it will hit me very rarely it will hit me yeah or it won't be until um something will happen to trigger my anxiety it's really overwhelming then I feel depressed and it's all it's so erratic that like I'm literally having like a a breakdown Mm -hmm. it's sort of like for you it's like you suppress and it all releases at once in like a big yeah and that's not healthy at all Yeah, because it's really just it feels too much yeah um but like I can talk about things that are deep, and I won't feel anything, which is also mm. like I want to feel something yeah. because I want to get it out because I know mm-hmm. it's in there. Yeah, I know yeah, it's it in is. there. Yeah, but I can't cry. I can't force mm-hmm. myself to yeah express the way I'm I'm feeling mm-hmm. with physical emotions like yeah. crying. You yeah, know what I mean, so it's I think it's hard because when you're talking about deep things to to people they're mm-hmm. probably thinking well it can't be that bad if you're yeah. you're talking about it fine but i think we have to be mindful yes, that like it's mindful. your it's just your body's reaction to dealing with things yeah. if you've been through quite a lot your i think your mind's just trained to to yeah. just shut it off and, yeah. and just talk like everything's fine yeah and i think as well like like you're saying the fact you suppress and stuff and you can talk and it appears like you're fine as well with just you know the things you've been through maybe it's like your brain sort of is doing this to protect you i guess in a yeah. weird way you know it's like your brain's taught you don't cry to hold on to it until mm-hmm. until you really can't take it anymore but if you confirm it firm it firm you know it, yeah and there's and there's some things i can't even i still haven't processed properly mm. my godmother's death being one of them yeah. like it was literally two years ago this month i cannot mm. i can't process it like yeah. i can't i can talk about it yeah you haven't but I can't deep it. It's yeah. too much. I can't go there. Yeah. I can't even think about it for longer than five minutes without being like, right, I yeah. can't, I can't I just can't. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to face it at some point because Do you feel like at some point it will hit? Yeah. And yeah. I mean it's been two years and mm. I I still haven't broken it down and I can't, like it's too much it's too for difficult me. difficult to make sense. To of. process. Yeah. Of so I think with certain things, my mind just kind of shuts Shots off. Shuts it off, yeah. Um, and it's a coping mechanism, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I know in the back of my mind, mm. at some point, it's gonna blow, and yeah. and that's what I don't like because yeah. that's why I worry. It's like a ticking time bomb because you don't yeah. know when it's gonna hit you. And I can't deal with that. Like I can't. The times where it has happened and I've just felt overwhelmed and literally just had a breakdown. I just feel awful, like I can't cope. It's just too much. There's so many different aspects of my life that's just overwhelming me right now. Yeah. And then it's just like, it's just, yeah, the only way I can describe it is it's just too much. And Mm -hmm. that's when the depression gets worse and you can't find a way out. And the best thing I think which I did try mm. from CBT is mm. that you split your your issues or the reasons why you're feeling the way you do I mean sometimes you don't mm. even know the reasons why yeah but if you do have like a few reasons why you're feeling shit mm. is to actually separate them into different okay. different entities instead of having like them all in, all one, in one big thing yeah break them down mm-hmm. and then deal with them like one at a time yeah which actually did help hmm but It's just dependent on the the circumstance. Literally. So it really just depends. And for me, at the moment, I'm just drained. Like, I'm just... It's just like, wow, we're really here again. I know. And by here, I just mean this state of just feeling just really low. and Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible, isn't it? But, you know, at the same time, you know, you're back here again, but you'll also be back again to, you know, better you know yeah. like you'll also be happier again you'll also feel content again but the thing you'll is even again even when you know that so i think sometimes you're so depressed you're like there's no way out and yeah i'm not ever gonna feel yeah. good again but when you've been through certain things and you're like okay i know i'm gonna feel fine mm-hmm. yeah that's that's cool but that's not helping me right now yeah and you know you can yeah you can do all the techniques and you can speak to people but when you're still feeling like that it's like okay where do we go from here what do i do what what do i do because i can't keep feeling like this yeah i actually can't Mm -hmm. and and i don't have the answer yeah i don't think anyone does i don't think anyone does (laughs) it's oh i don't know it's a horrible thing that people go through like i just don't wish depression on anyone you know i don't i mean i don't wish any negative on anyone but you know especially when it comes to that mental health illness keep saying that mental health issues (laughs) um but you know i don't know just yeah i don't wish this on anyone but it is really common and that's that's the the crazy thing you will talk to you could just meet someone and, you know, there's a strong chance that they've also experienced depression as well at some point in their life. Depression affects I don't know the stats, but it's like one in four, one in five, I think. But I feel like, that's, that don't don't I feel me, like it's definitely linked to society because why mm, is everyone depressed? Yeah. like. And there's so many studies done on like the links between this thing and depression, social media and depression, education and depression, um, relationships and depression. Like, literally, I feel like majority of things in the world could have a link to depression, you know? Anyone could be going through a depression, but if you haven't been taught about mental illness or you've never heard of these things, mm-hmm. you just think you're sad, maybe. Because if you if you have no idea to, as to what depression is, then you technically you never can experience it, you know? True. But it's the fact that we yeah, know what true. these things are so we can put all these symptoms down to a thing called depression yeah if you had no idea that depression existed or whatever then you might be experiencing it but you have no idea that you're experiencing depression and have you noticed like even on websites when they have the symptoms of depression or anxiety Mm. it's always a long list of physical symptoms Mm -hmm. but it's never like the mental symptoms because i think it's so hard to explain yeah it is any mental illness is hard to explain how do you explain that what's going on inside your head inside someone's head And narrow it down to make it into a symptom. It's impossible. Just put, like, negative thoughts, suicidal thoughts, which, yes, but it's, like, negative thoughts, what's that? You know? You you honestly... It's so hard to make sense of it. And that's why I think, as well, when we talk about depression or any other mental illness, it's, like... It's... like as you can hear in this episode me and Atlanta we've struggled to make sense of it or describe it properly because I think unless you've actually gone through it you can't truly understand what it's like having depression you can't you really can't and and sometimes it can just it can just stem from nothing as in you don't need to have reasons to be depressed and I think a lot of people that are depressed feel guilty because it's like well I've got this life I'm mm. like I've got this 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 and yeah some people don't have this why am I feeling like yeah. this and other people are like well, why do you feel mm-hmm. like this because you know you've, you've got still got this. this and that and that just makes it worse that makes it works because you're feeling guilty yeah there's a guilt for having depression. Like, so I didn't choose to get this you know yeah I didn't, I didn't put my hands up and say yes please You know? exactly I didn't choose to get this uh, it was not it was not part of my plans it was not a goal of mine um and you know but do you feel like because when you are feeling depressed mm. or even any sort of negative emotion mm. um and you know how you said that you can just kind of like after four days of being in bed you kind of snapped out of it mm. you were like look need to get up mm. do you feel like with yeah with depression and negative thoughts you can kind of snap out of it and and in a sense that like do you think that not we enjoy being there, but mm. like we kind of stay there for longer than we we should? I don't think it's so much that you know anyone wants to stay there, but it's just like you're already here, so I might as well just mm-hmm. continue being this depressed person, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. It's hard. It's a hard one. It is hard. That's a really hard one. That's a really good thing to think about. But I think, yeah, I don't think you necessarily choose to it's just you're there and i think do you know what i think it's more of a case of your you feel stuck in there but it takes so much motivation to bring yourself out of it so you you're you kind of choose to stay because it's easier to stay in the depression than to snap yourself out of it because yeah. you it takes it takes so much out of you to snap out and to actually get up and get on with it it takes every ounce of you to get up when you are feeling depressed and not i don't just mean get up physically i mean spiritually everything it takes so much out of you to just l- try to lift your spirit yeah so it's it's almost like you know if you were going to the gym about to do a killer workout it's easier to just sit than to you know do an hour-long workout yeah. it's a lot easier to sit so you just sit you know and i think it's similar with um depression it's like it's a lot easier to stay in it than to fight to get out because fighting just takes everything. I agree. Takes absolutely everything I out do of agree. you. I do agree. And the thing is, with with snapping out of it, mm. it's kind of like, like you said, it's draining and mm-hmm. it's it takes a lot. But yep. you're, I feel like, it's. I can't even explain it. Yeah. I can't, I can't <laughs> even, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just hard. I I just everything can't. is hard. It's very hard to explain depression or make sense of it to someone that, hasn't experienced it because it's, it's like you can try to understand as best as possible but until you've actually lived it you know you're never f- truly gonna know or really be able to relate Or to e- yeah even if you through. have been depressed and you're talking to someone else that's depressed it's different yeah you can experience things completely, completely differently it's just everyone deals with things differently yeah. everyone experiences things differently yeah literally so it's a unique experience for everyone even if you know 10 of you have depression each and every single one of you is going through different symptoms is you know having a completely different relationship to it so but that's what I find mad that we can go online and research ways to help anxiety or to get over anxiety and it's kind of like well these aren't going to work for everyone yeah like how can you just narrow down a few things that could potentially help when Mm. everyone's experiencing different things yeah so ultimately there's just no yeah there's just no cure really oh boy but I guess to end it and lighten the tone you as horrible as it is it changes you for the better it grows you um wish it didn't exist but it does unfortunately and unfortunately some of us go through it um but you know you do get better this, you do. even though it does not feel like you ever will you will you will pick you up the people that are actually will. depressed right now mm-hmm. just going through anything because yep. we've been there and we know how draining mm-hmm. and difficult and how alone you might feel yeah. but we hope like even just just talking about our experiences yeah. and just kind of just having a conversation about it mm-hmm. because I feel like sometimes we can't we can't talk about it without people feeling uncomfortable or yeah. awkward. And that's, that's a stigma that we yeah, need to break firstly. We need firstly. to break that. Um, but, yeah, I just, I just feel like, yeah, I hope that like, we can kind of get through it together just yeah. kind of talking about it and stuff. And I hope that anyone going through stuff will, will feel better all in yeah. due time kind of thing. All in due time, babes. And as all well, due time. you know, if you do feel like let's say you've never actually spoken to anyone about this and you think you may have symptoms or whatever you know by all means speak to somebody if you're scared to speak to a professional first reach out to your closest friends closest family members reach out to me in atlanta i we'll leave. we have our instagram account and stuff like that or i can leave our personal ones in the description of this episode mm-hmm. like there are people that are willing to listen. Yeah. If complete strangers are willing to listen. You'd be surprised. So don't feel speak alone. Out. Yeah, speak to a GP. Mm-hmm. Um, you can call like helplines and yeah. stuff um, if you don't wanna you know go to a GP in yeah. person but definitely get help because yeah. there's no point suffering in silence please, please don't just, do that it will just become unbearable mm-hmm. and me and Atlanta have both done that yeah so don't do that don't, <laughs> don't do that don't do that but yes you guys will get better we know you will we know so all in due time all in due time